good morning and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, our read through the Bible in a year devotional series and we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, we're actually going to complete 2 Corinthians today so your assignment for reading is uh, reading chapter 10, 11, 12, and 13. And so let's talk about what's going on in those four chapters and we're going to come back and zero in for just a moment on chapter 12, verses 1 through 10. And so the Apostle Paul uh, is concerned uh, that uh, the people of Corinth have uh, uh, determined uh, that uh, he is less than what he presents himself uh, to be. He's concerned uh, that they no longer regard him uh, as authoritative, that he is no longer uh, speaking for God, no longer in a sense uh, an apostle, and yet uh, he very much has proven time and time again uh, to, the, to them uh, his faithfulness to God and his faithfulness uh, to them. And so uh, he has evidently been undermined by false teachers, uh, even as identified false apostles that uh, are impressive in style, but lack, lack the substance of the gospel. And so he uh, warns and indicts those that have uh, aligned uh, themselves uh, with that particular group who uh, are in both opposition to the gospel and opposition uh, to Paul. Uh, also in chapter 11, he returns to the theme of, of his uh, sufferings, uh, the adversity that he had experienced, the outright persecution that he had uh, experienced uh, for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of advancing uh, the message of Jesus Christ and him uh, crucified. Uh, once again in, in, in chapter 12, after uh, discussing this uh, business related uh, to his visions and his thorn in the flesh. Uh, he uh, reminds the church of his concern for them. And uh, in chapter 13, uh, some, some final words of warning and, and then a, a final greeting. Uh, in chapter 13, verse 5, uh, again, very much a, a pertinent statement for the church of today that uh, a part of the Christian life is this constant reality of the necessity to examine ourselves, uh, even daily, to see if we're of the faith. Uh, I've often said that that really uh, has two elements to it, uh, to determine if we're genuinely converted, and then determine if the attitudes and actions we're adopted uh, are uh, uh, consistent with the, the testimony of Scripture. And so very important uh, concept that's, I think, too often neglected in the modern church. Well, let's look at uh, chapter 12, verses 1 uh, through 10, and, and think of this uh, uh, infamous, notorious, well-known thorn uh, in Paul's flesh. Verse 1, I must go on boasting, though there is nothing to be gained by it. I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Uh, whether in body or out of body, I do not know. God knows. I know that this man was caught up into the paradise. Whether in body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And he heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. On behalf of this man, I will boast. But on my own behalf, I will not boast except, for, uh, except of my weaknesses. Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a fool, for I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain from it, so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. 
So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, uh, to harass me to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. Uh, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So Paul reflects upon an occasion in which he was given uh, a mysterious, uh, even supernatural uh, experience of seeing things uh, of, uh, of heaven, of God, of Christ, and uh, things that uh, he experienced that he really was not going to be allowed to, to share in all of their fullness. And in view of those things, he, he says that uh, to uh, be a guard against his own uh, pride, his own hubris, having experienced and seen uh, these uh, just incomprehensible and wonderful things, uh, he has been afflicted uh, with what he calls a thorn in the flesh, uh, a messenger from Satan. Um, he does not define exactly what that is. We do not know. Uh, we just simply don't know. And, and I'm sure for 2,000 years Christians have speculated as to what it is. Uh, I've heard that the, the thorn was a wife. I have heard that the thorn was his poor eyesight. Uh, and the, the, those are just absolutely uh, speculations without any basis in uh, any real knowledge. We don't know what it was. But he understood that whatever this particular affliction was, that it had a, a design by God for his good, primarily to provoke in him, to cultivate in him um, humility, and for him to experience this great truth that he states there in verse 9, that God's grace is sufficient in every affliction. And so that is one of those foundational and, and overarching principles of Scripture uh, that for the believer uh, it is true that God's grace is sufficient uh, for all adversity whether that they face in uh, this world. And so Paul is, is aware, more aware of the sufficiency of God's grace than he is of the superiority of the privilege or the, of the revelation that God had given him. And so he rejoices uh, in what has been uh, proven to him that indeed he is weak, but God's strength, God's power, God's grace is sufficient. And he comes up with that uh, great paradox. And I think it's uh, Christians throughout the centuries would testify that this is absolutely true, uh, that when I am weak, when I find myself at my lowest, I find the power of God uh, most experienced, most powerfully expressed uh, in my life. And so uh, here Paul gives us uh, uh, great insight into his experience, great insight uh, into his uh, personal journey. And uh, I believe he makes statements of, regarding things uh, that we certainly should remember as applicable uh, to us, the sufficiency of God's grace and that the his power is perfectly displayed uh, in our weakness. So I would pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.